0: Everyone, I'm Ian. I'm Sam. you are listening to. Do I like this? The podcast. Yay. Where during torrential downpours, I make Sam venture out on the high seas
1: again. I know we've been on the high seas a couple it's times. Kennedy again,
0: I know he's just uh, he's <laughs> my favorite in this podcast so far. I think he's this is our third film with him. Is, I thought
1: it was more. Is it only three? I'm
0: invited Nightmare at Noon. This one.
1: No, that's. I guess that's it feels like more so far. it just feels like so many more
0: so this week the george kennedy masterpiece we're referring to is 1980s death ship
1: not to be confused with ghost ship even though it uses the same cover art basically
0: and the same plot more or less yeah. this one was first so well
1: 1980 versus well late 90s are, early 2000s, 2000s yeah. i think
0: I mean, go watch Ghost Ship 2, though. That was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, we've mentioned it many times on this podcast.
0: (laughs) seafaring episodes. So the IMDB, because we just need to get in. This one's going to be a long one. Uh, The IMDB for this week is a mysterious ghostly freighter rams and sinks a modern-day cruise ship. Survivors climb aboard the freighter and discover that it is a World War II Nazi torture vessel.
1: And that also just gives away. I'm glad I didn't read that first. It kind of gives away the the surprise right. three quarters of the way through the movie. I mean, I think I figured it out a little bit. Well, yeah. a little bit. Um. So yeah, I guess we can jump right in. So the first thing I want to mention is that this movie is filled with everyone. Oh yeah, everyone. So first of all, we have George Kennedy, obviously. We also have Richard Crenna, who is the colonel from Rambo, who I realized like about halfway through, I'm staring at him like, why do I know him? But he had like a, a bushy beard and like a turtleneck sweater. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, he is that guy from Rambo. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> that turtleneck sweater.
1: Um, his wife, and I knew I recognized her too, and I didn't realize it until after. So have you ever seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? No, I don't think I have. Put it on the list. <gasps> I will because it's wonderful. It's very old. It's got Dick Van Dyke. It's about a flying car. It's ridiculous and and wonderful. So the the wife in this movie played the female character lead in that movie, truly scrumptious. And I was like, I knew it was her. (laughs) So I think that we just have to dive in the way the movie dives in. Yeah. um, So I do have to say up front I was confused by the first few minutes. I think it was like eight minutes in, I realized what was actually going on. So I'll clarify when yes. we get to that point.
0: We get to the point. We'll yeah. need to stop.
1: So the movie starts, first of all, with the credits, and I saw George Kennedy's name, and I got really excited.
0: In the weirdest font I've <laughs> ever seen a credit sequence in. It kind of
1: reminded me of Dark Shadows. And then the music that's playing in the beginning kind of oh reminded me of God, Dark God. Shadows, too. So it's that like weird the creepy, uh, I guess it's like piano y type creepy music. Um, so we get. A freight ship it's like a black freight ship mm-hmm. with excessive foghorn like going yeah. wild and it's going real fast there's some german yelling to me i was like is this a flashback because it started flashing between that and then there was so it was like dusky with the freight yes ship. and then it flashes to pitch black like a yacht, like not a yacht. A carnival ship. Like, like a cruise liner with lights on. And yeah. I'm like, oh, was that the, sh- is that supposed to be like a flashback to the ship? Because it was flashing like it was mm-hmm. a flashback or something. I was confused because it was day versus, or it was basically dusk versus nighttime. And I didn't realize what was happening. That's why I thought it was either a flashback or a flash forward.
0: It's, I had the same issue. You know, I, I think we both looked at each other during the film because- it's confusing. The yeah. lighting is so noticeably different.
1: Yeah, and I was, and I even said to Ian, I was like, "Those are two different ships." But I guess they're, they think that we're not going to notice because I thought it was the same yeah. ship. So let's just keep. I going. would have
0: loved if that was what they tried to do, <laughs>
1: to pull that over on us. We had lots of shaky cam going on, and I was like, "Oh, that that was a thing in 1980." But, a lot of
0: shots of the yeah. uh, bow just like cruising through the water, and but everything, close.
1: but everything was like shaking, like everything that we saw up until that moment. So it takes a long time of just foghorn ships in the water, different points of the evening director really likes his
0: ships. What can I say?
1: So then hard cut to, we're on the bridge, which is the control center of the ship basically. Mm -hmm. And it's George Kennedy is the captain and he is giving a bunch of his sailors, a ton of shit. Yeah. Like being really nasty to, to them. So what's going on is that this is his last voyage. He has the character played by Richard Crenna. I just kept calling him Captain Two. He's- Marshall is his name. Oh, that's that's right. So he's the new captain. He's going to be taking over for George Kennedy after George Kennedy's final voyage. And so he's kind of shadowing him, as it were. And so at this point, this is the end of this cruise. In three days, he's going to be- done
0: and he fucking hates this job oh god
1: he hates he's so mean to everybody he even says ian has it written down yeah
0: so we see we will see very shortly there's a big ball going on down in like the ballroom and one of the sailors comes up and goes hey they want you to come down come you know meet and greet with the passengers and he goes Damn the passengers! I'm a captain, not a party host, and I was just like George <laughs> does not enjoy this job.
1: Oh, and he was like vehement, like damn the passengers.
0: Yeah, he was. I was like,
1: whoa, okay, because at first I didn't realize it was a cruise because they were all dressed like the sailors were all dressed like they were in the navy. Oh yeah, they yeah, were yeah. in like they were in like the the blue pants and the white shirt and the little white boat hats.
0: You know that's because Captain George makes them, of course, because uh, he's very big into sailing just not useless trips like this uh he's very on edge in this role the entire film
1: so i don't know if it was purposeful i hope it was um or if he just was like fuck this film i'm fucking done making these movies (laughs) you guys i'm goddamn dragline i'm an oscar winner but i will cash this check (laughs) So, at this point, we cut to this party that's going on, and it's like a jazzy Halloween party. That was what it Everybody's like. Everybody's dressed up in costume. There's so creepy many, masks. So many masks. None of them not uncomfortable. So, this is the beginning for me of where I started to see a lot of the shining in this movie. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of stuff that gives it a really significant shining vibe. Really throughout the entirety of the movie. All carnivals and no aquatic voyages makes George a (laughs) sad boy. Makes George a possessed Nazi. (laughs) We'll get to that. So here we're introduced to uh, Belly Dancer, as I call her for most of my notes until she gets a name later, Lori. Like almost toward the end. It was at the very end. Yep. Yeah. So Lori, and she is, I don't know if she's like wasted or what, but she's going wild with this dude in a mask named Nick. What happens at sea? Right. Then we get introduced to Captain Number Two's family. So we have the mom. I don't think we ever got her name. And the two kids, Ben and Robin. And I hate Ben. I
0: hate. Ben Almost as
1: much as I hate the so kid much. from Troll Two. Um, Ooh. But we he's will
0: close. Yeah, we
1: will get to that as well. And the band leader in this movie, we are introduced to him as well. Jackie, he is, um, he's been in everything. He's been in a lot of Saul Rubenic, I'm pretty sure is how you say it, but he's been in everything. Oh, he was in true romance. I didn't realize. He's been yeah, in yeah, yeah. everything. He's, and he's very good. I think this is his first movie. Um, he's very young. <laughs> uh, he still looks the same. He has like the same face. He just is a little thinner, but, but he's in it. He's the band leader, comedian, whatever he is. So we have this whole, like, situation happening where everybody's at this party. We're flashing between this the people at this party and the freighter, which I thought was this boat, just going very fast through the water and lots of German yelling.
0: This opening takes eight forever. of the longest minutes.
1: Well, so we're seeing... The controls of the ship of the freighter, which again, I thought was the ship and (laughs) it's all in German. And I was like, why is everything in German when the captain and everyone else is, they're obviously American or something or not German. It makes more sense in a few minutes.
0: (laughs) I did not have that confusion, but I can understand Because of how weirdly shot this opening Mm -hmm. was, where it comes from. But I also had the advantage of I read the trailer as I was hitting play on Amazon. So it's like, oh, I know what's going to happen. Sort of. Yeah.
1: I assumed the whole movie was going to take place on this boat. I thought this was the death ship. I mean, it was a death
0: ship for most of the people.
1: I couldn't imagine how they would have gotten onto another ship, but... We will get there very shortly. Fortunately, our writers yeah. and director could. <laughs> and and they get to it quick, thank God. Yes. This is the only thing they get to quick, by the way. So they're at this jazzy party and George Kennedy shows up. We didn't think he was going to show up, but he shows up. He takes a reluctant bow. Poop face on. Oh, he's so mad. He's, he's like musing like 40 years at sea and this is how I end up. Yeah. He's like a miserable bastard. And I kind of love it.
0: I'll hold you to those words in like an hour and 10 minutes.
1: (laughs) So we cut to the belly dancer and Nick have left the party. Lori and Nick. He's still wearing a mask and we get what is probably the grossest makeout I've ever seen. Oh my God. She like opens up his mask mouth and like shoves her tongue into it. And you, we both at the same Ooh. time were like, "Oh God, Ugh, yeah. what are what are they doing?" Well, he's also got
0: like one of those rubber, like yeah, I don't know if it was like a
1: monkey, and it was sweaty, or, like, a zombie. It was gross. Well, he pulled it off, and then he's like wiping sweat and drool off oh. his face. And I was like, I was just Ugh. like, this is
0: so hot. It
1: was so disgusting. temperature-wise,
0: it was disgusting.
1: So disgusting. Um, so then we're up to the bridge of the ship, and. The sailors see something on the radar, something very big on the radar. And the one guy's like, oh my God, it's on a collision course. And that's when we see the black freighter. I'm calling yeah. it the black freighter like Watchmen. It's called the, the death the, ship. The story is the death ship. I just keep calling it the black freighter because in my head, <laughs> it's the, that story from the Watchmen. I have
0: not gotten that far in Watchmen.
1: You haven't gotten anywhere in Watchmen. Yeah. No, I've serious. read the
0: be- the beginning. I know Rushak and. Like the beginning. No, no,
1: no. Okay. So Watchmen, while you're reading it, has like a story within a story of the black freighter. It's a kid reading a comic book okay. and it's in the story, whatever. But that's what was in my head. Gotcha. Deep dive. <laughs> so.
0: I have not deep dived.
1: <laughs> so the freighter is the thing on the radar on a collision course. And here's where I made you pause so I could write down like, oh, I thought the freighter was the party ship and I was super confused the whole time. Um, I thought the lit up ship, I thought the, the cruise ship was a flashback and th- like this setup was just not good for this. If Because I didn't read the tagline. I had no idea.
0: I'm interested in the idea of that movie.
1: <laughs> that the ship just three days from, from shore is like, you know what? Fuck these people. I'm right? going to kill them all.
0: And we just get like, you know a how it turns into a freighter i'm fascinated but like we get like a couple stragglers still trying to survive on it and like the stories of all the deaths i'm that's See, more interesting to me
1: i i just assumed that it was a budgetary thing and that they were using stock footage of of the freighter going real fast as the cruise ship cuz i'm like dude it's not even close to being the same ship uh, now they I, had some budget and it wasn't now i get it i'm realizing in the last few movies that we've watched, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm easily confused, but some of these movies, I think I just am expecting them to set it up better for me. So as I'm watching it, I'm kind of like taking it as it comes. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a second. Hold on. Yeah, that's What your is mistake. happening here?
0: <laughs> your foolish thought to go in with planning and logic.
1: As... We see the freighter about to collide with the cruise ship. Mm-hmm. The little kids, the parents are like, why don't you go to bed? And they're just like, okay, these kids are under 10 years old, both of them. Yeah. There, there's no way that they're more than like nine, either of them. And Ben fucking Ben's. just runs off. And the older, the little sister, she's she's older, I think. She's like, Ben, what are you doing? And then it like shows, he just keeps running off to pee. Like, I have to, I gotta go.
0: First he off, does it like twice. As someone who pees a lot, I get it. But fuck this kid and is peeing and running off randomly because this is going to happen repeatedly in the film, and it's a stupid trope to kind of advance the plot, right? At times, yeah, and it just feels lazy to me.
1: It happens a couple of times. So, so and they I send, just don't like Ben, right? So they send the they send the kids off to bed alone on this crowded cruise ship. They're like, hey, "Go ahead, go ahead, babies. This is not the first time that they will." send their kids off alone, which is stressing. 80s to me. parenting. Right. Um, George Kennedy is sitting at the table there suffering. Yeah. Like
0: talking Literally so much head, shit. I wouldn't be surprised if he's like, yeah. I wish a ship would come and smash this ship to smithereens <laughs> to get me off it.
1: But he's talking so much shit about like <laughs> the people and just like hates his life. Here's where we get quick flashes. So we have mm-hmm. them in the ballroom. We have the kids. Um, ben runs off again to pee or something. He pees uh, twice before yeah. the ship gets hit. Right. The freighter is going wild in the water. Just Nick and the belly
0: dancer are on the bed about to get groovy.
1: Up on the bridge, they they keep changing course and the ship keeps coming at them. And they're like, oh, it's deliberately trying to hit us. Um, And so there's just so much shit happening right now that it's like, it's a lot. And then there's the smash
0: no no so we forgot to set up one more character the old the oh yeah
1: i did because i didn't think she was gonna matter right apparently she matters so there's this lady
0: so before george gets called up to the bridge
1: there's a lady um she's dressed as like a pure i kept calling her the puritan lady she's dressed (laughs) as a, a a puritan or a quaker or i don't know a pilgrim and she's talking to George Kennedy, and he obviously like can't be bothered. And she's like, "Are you a religious man?" And he just like runs away from her. Like it's, it's like, "Oh, there's a sailor
0: over there. I'm yeah. needed."
1: <laughs> so he runs off to the bridge, and she's just like, "He's wonderful, but he's not religious." And so I just thought it was a one off character, but she's pretty important. Later. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't get her name, I don't think, but whatever. I don't recall it. No. Um. So then we get the the boats smashing. Okay. So I thought at this point, so we get water, we get fire. This was hilarious we get, to me. We get like explosions. There's people freaking out. And I'm like, oh, like, are we going to get like a Poseidon adventure situation? Right? That's what I thought. Like the
0: band explodes off the stage. Right. And this it was fun for a good 30 seconds.
1: So apparently that was all footage from a different movie that they reused. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't remember the name of the movie, but it was like some other disaster movie. They just reused a bunch of the footage. Shut up. <laughs> so I thought we were gonna get like Poseidon Adventure, Titanic, like people on the boat trying to survive. Yes. And then the boat like it turns evil. I don't know. I don't know what I thought, but I didn't think they were leaving this boat. I was wrong. Yeah, you were wrong. Because all of a sudden, there are just A bunch of people floating on a raft.
0: So we need to talk a little bit about this transition because as Sam said, there are like engine room scenes where walls are collapsing, water's flooding, people are running literal explosions. All of the sudden there's a scene where it looks like water circling a drain. It looks like maybe a
1: boat goes down. Well, we Uh, were wound it. We were round it twice because I said, Did the boat just sink? And Ian goes, No, 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 that was like a piece. And I said, No, I there was no way. I think the boat sank. And so he rewound it and it's just like a black piece it of looks debris. looks like a lifeboat almost. And I was like, I think that's supposed to be the boat. And he was like, no way. No. My,
0: one of my biggest issues with this movie yeah. is this transition. And the fact that like Sam said, we then cut to what? Tw- 10 or 12 people. No, a- no.
1: It's only like seven people. It's huh. hold on. One, it? two, three, boy, four, boy. five, six, seven, eight. I have I <laughs> it. There's eight
0: of them. So then we cut to a raft with eight people And are meant to assume that the entire boat
1: sank, Mm -hmm. everyone
0: else died, and there's – I mean, how do you not show
1: us or explain So here's the thing. I don't know what happened, if they cut anything. All of these people were in very different places, in various states of undress.
0: It is such the movie forcing them together without any logic because they're like, these are the characters we want on the death ship.
1: Right. So we have the belly dancer and Nick, who Mm -hmm. had previously been naked. We forgot to mention there's a scene where where he she's like I want you to forget about me when we dock he's like don't worry I will
0: it's like I tell all the ladies that and she's like what It's like and, what what did you want me to say and
1: she's like okay whatever and they're just like whatever this is a fling so that comes into play later kind of who cares uh, it's the stupid obligatory love story in a horror movie that we hate mm. it's not the worst this one wasn't as bad actually no, it wasn't super annoying so we have them they're dressed now um, he's wearing his sailor uniform. <laughs> She's wearing a shirt that just says tennis on it. Um, we have the family, Captain Two and his family, with the kids who mm-hmm. had gone to bed and Ben had run off to pee. So, I mean, somehow they all came back together and got on this life raft.
0: Trailer. I assume he peed in the life raft. Yeah.
1: Uh, we have the band leader and the Puritan lady. Yeah. So they're on the on the boat together. And I don't know how, but they all survived. And then suddenly, I think it's I think it's Ben is looking over somebody's looking over the side and a hand comes out of the water
0: like reverse Jack from Titanic
1: and it's George Kennedy. And they pull him in the boat and I wrote, wait, 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 wait. how? It's been hours. Oh, yeah, it went from
0: night to daytime. yeah,
1: like midday. It's been hours. He was floating first of all, he was under the water.
0: yeah as though he was swimming up from the ship sinking
1: right. I have a theory about that, too. Ooh. We'll talk about that later. He's he's not swimming in from somewhere. He's under the water and comes up from underneath the water. And I'm like, no, sir. That's not how the human body works. Um, George but, Kennedy okay.
0: hated that job so much that he was holding 40 years of breath and comments in <laughs> that it sustained him. Yeah. Anyways, they get him on the raft because you can't not have George Kennedy in more of this movie. And as we'll find out, you really can't not have George Kennedy for this movie to work. Absolutely. So they pull him on and he's like not doing well. I just in my notes. I was like, in our experiences, George Kennedy does not do well on the ocean. He probably should stay away.
1: I wrote something similar later on in my notes because that's very true.
0: So then, all right, they're at sea for a little bit and I look jokingly look to you mm-hmm. and I said – all right, how is the ship going to sneak up on them? And lo and fucking behold, oh seconds God. later, the
1: best thing in this movie. So we see, we see the family with their backs to the sky. And all of a sudden, the black freighter just <laughs> looms over them like, eh. all Right? Oh, oh, my God. I wrote here
0: i died it was awesome
1: i wrote here we are dying because you and i laughed so hard <laughs> because you had just said that and we're, and i was like oh my god it's doing it right oh. there it's like looming menacingly behind Dude, them. the director
0: and i were on the same wavelength for this because that was great
1: and then they're just like oh look it's a ship
0: i really wanted someone to be like
1: <laughs> oh why aren't you more confused by its sudden appearance then everyone starts screaming "Ahoy!" forever. Oh yeah, it's like three I, minutes of them screaming "Ahoy!" and yeah, I was to which the ship is irritated. like, yeah, I'm not yelling back. <laughs> um, there's lots of sh- shots of the interior of the
0: empty ship. So they, we see the first of what will be many of the ship, like spying on them. So the ship's personified in this movie, and like it'll it cracks open a window while they're yelling at it, like on the upper deck. So listen, I- it shuts. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it did that. And I saw an arm and I said to you, Were we supposed to see that arm? Before, I don't think Or was it we supposed were. to be a ghost? And I r- was reading somewhere, cause there's not a lot of trivia, but I was reading some old articles about it that it was like, Yeah, that was a mistake.
0: Yeah. It had to be the, <laughs> you know, person doing it on set and they just did yeah, it wrong. It's
1: supposed to be a ghost. Um, they come around to the side and there's a ladder lowered. Uh, It's not Uh, so much a ladder as, like, a broken staircase. Right. The boat is anchored in the middle of the sea. Not disconcerting at all. No, of course not. Not suspicious in any way whatsoever. Okay, so before we get any further, you're coming up on this vessel. Uh
0: You're yelling at it. Uh You're looking at it, taking in its disrepair. No one's responding. At which point I'd be like, all right, this is clearly an abandoned ship. That concept takes forever to get through their heads.
1: Oh, yeah, they really think that people are on the boat, like, up until the end it is in disrepair I mean, mind b- you let's be honest it's haunted so things are happening so they're like a logical person would be like there's gotta be somebody fucking with us but this boat is abandoned come on
0: but i'd also be if i stumble on this specific boat and the conditions and the things that happen i'd be like oh no this boat's fucking haunted there's mm-hmm. nobody on this this is a right. bad way." Still getting um, on board, though, because what alternative do you have?
1: Exactly. Just bake in the hot sun and Which die. Which
0: you and I talked about. So they get up to this ladder and they're like, Nick, go board and check it out. As if they're going to wait on this little raft in the ocean. Like there's any choice to be like, you know what? We're going to pass on this one and wait for the next vessel.
1: Um, So they they do send the kids up first and Ben immediately runs away.
0: Oh, dude, fucking to Ben. To pee.
1: I, I wanted to throw him overboard he annoyed the shit out of me like immediately. Yeah. And it, he's not so young that that would be a behavior no, that he should no, have. He's old
0: enough to understand that, right. Hey, I shouldn't do this. He's probably, I don't know, like seven or eight, maybe. Well, to be fair, maybe his parents are so neglectful. Well, that I'm, he hasn't I'm sure. Been
1: yeah. I'm sure his parents not are terrible because kids aren't shitty without a reason. Um, Unless kids bad. aren't shitty. Their parents are shitty. Let's be serious. And if you have a shitty kid, they're not shitty. You are. So then <gasps> Ben is peeing and because that's how he do and I can't handle him. Um, so then we get everybody gets on the ship. George Kennedy is just laying there like, okay. like he can't move. So Nick and Marshall, the second <laughs> captain, My God. they go down to carry him up this ramshackle wooden Staircase. It's it's kind of like walking the plank. <laughs> really, yeah. Thing.
0: If the plank was also like kind of part fire escape, it was ridiculous. Dude, George Kennedy is so dramatic.
1: Well, and here's the thing: Kennedy. he is a large man. Yeah, he's like, not small, tall, broad. Like he's a big dude. These other guys, they're not like small dudes, but they're not George they're, Kennedy size.
0: Um, they're not scrawny, but they're they're, they're like they're slim no, fit.
1: And they're like n- like normalish sized dudes, and I feel like George Kennedy looks like he's seven feet tall compared to them. Yeah, I don't know how tall he actually is, but he's a big guy, and. <laughs> and they're trying to carry him up the steps, <laughs> And it took so long. And you and I were laughing because it just looked ridiculous. They're, like, manhandling him. Oh, yeah, and he's just, him, like, like mm-hmm. he went all no bones. Like, I'm
0: not even doing yeah. anything right I now. I think Nick had yeah. his arms and his oh, back. God. And then uh, Marshall had his legs. And it just was ridiculous. Yeah.
1: And then, of course, the steps break. And oh, yeah, they the all ship, the fall over.
0: The it to knock him off. They all fall mm-hmm. back in, which I laughed and enjoyed. So belly dancer Lori runs over, finds a rope ladder and tosses it down.
1: So this I think is supposed to be suspenseful. And here's where we get like the beginning of these moments that just take too long. They're telegraphed hard. So you know what's happening before it happens like well in advance. And then it just takes forever and then takes forever to resolve. And so the suspense is like not even really there. And so it's, it was frustrating for me because this movie is another one of those. I was like, oh, this could this could be so good. It's great bones and ideas. Yeah. Certain moments could have been so much better if they just like truncated it a little bit.
0: I don't know if this moment could have been much better.
1: Well, listen. Because
0: uh, it nails it.
1: Oh, this is the funniest thing. Yeah. So the three guys start climbing the rope ladder. So George Kennedy is apparently able to climb now. So he they're climbing the rope ladder. And so the ship is just like <laughs> acting against them. And so it starts shooting oil out, I think, but I just wrote ship poos in his yeah, face. The ship starts pooping <laughs> on him. It is yeah.
0: brown sludge. It just, it's hilarious. It's
1: like sludgy poo, just and like it's, shooting out. They're all drenched in it. Non-stop. We were laughing. It it's was just so funny. It's constant
0: and it's absolutely hilarious. And it
1: took a very long time. Oh yeah. It was like real time three dudes trying to climb a rope ladder up a two hundred foot ship with oil all over them. Oh, it was great. It was, it was... And their uniforms look cooler after. Yeah. Covered in like this black brown oil. So they, they get on board and here's our rope. Poor George Kennedy. He just shouldn't go on boats.
0: Yeah. He at should. all. He's land-based creature.
1: He he just got sucked underwater with a cruise ship that he hated to be saved by a bunch of people who he dislikes to be pooped on by a ship. At least there are no cats. I was just going to say, at least there's not an Inception cat to... Yeah. to assault him and make him shoot himself is that ship what happened inside <laughs> ship
0: inside ship
1: inside, oh no a he ship. got
0: he, he got bit or scratched bit or something poison bubbles uninvited that didn't really pop yeah
1: yeah which was disappointing yeah, i know moving on oh so here's where they send nick off to find like go look for people <laughs> I'm like dude you don't send him off by himself it's man giant,
0: this is a giant ship you also it's don't like know
1: a... if there are people on board and how friendly they would be if they were Right. So here's where this ship starts doing some hanky shit. We start seeing flashes mm-hmm. that we're like, wait, is that a flashback? Is that a flash forward? So we see a shirtless guy, like just a quick flash, a shirtless Almost guy and an, yeah. in a net with what looks to be like skeletons mm-hmm. or something, which is what it turns out to be. Um, and I wrote dead birds. <laughs> dead birds. Oh, birds. Um, we see some rigging start moving around. And here's where the comedian Jackie... He gets caught in the cable, yep. in the rigging, and he's hanging upside down. And there's this, this is actually like this was not too terrible for me. It was a little no, little I annoying, was actually kind of glad
0: the movie got right to it once they got on the boat.
1: Yeah. So the the thing, the boat swings him out. He's on this cable, hanging by his foot, um, and it starts to dunk him under the water, like like gently dunk him in the water. That's and comical. Ian's like, "Lift your fucking head up!" Right, like, like it was maybe an inch below his <laughs> mouth. I'm like, "You have a neck. It bends." So, at that point, the ship pulls up its anchor and accelerates, and I've never seen a massive Titanic-sized ship just go, like, zero to 100 so quickly.
0: To be fair, how many ships have you seen that were clearly possessed? By Nazis.
1: Hmm.
0: Right? How many ships have you seen sneak up on a raft full of people that quickly? That's true. But, so it dunks him as it's pulling up the anchor. It it pulls him back up like a hundred feet in the air and then releases him like
1: a carnival, like a fun carnival. Yeah, And he,
0: everyone's like, no. And then he gets sucked under either to drown or into the propellers and, and Jackie's gone.
1: Yeah. So that happened and we're like, okay, cool. We're getting, we're getting into it.
0: Yeah. And my concern at this point though, was, as you said, there are eight people. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, we've killed Jackie. That brings us down to seven. We have like an hour and 10 minutes and, left.
1: And here's the thing. We uh, know they're not going to kill the kids or or the second captain. Yeah.
0: So that, that brings us down to
1: f- four people that could be killed. Right. So, so the, the way that I look at it is, especially like at, in the 80s, mm-hmm. they stuck to the rules. And the rule is the second captain's the hero, obviously. Mm-hmm. You're not going to kill any children. You might kill his wife, but you probably won't
0: so they're all safe four of eight yeah we've already killed jackie so you have three people left george kennedy oh no four people left: george kennedy the couple and the old there's, lady
1: there's nine people because they pulled him out of the water you're right yeah all right. it's okay don't worry so about you
0: it. have a very limited amount of people who can die and you've already killed the most expendable one
1: which i was fine with i just i thought the puritan lady was more expendable but whatever
0: yeah it's true they're both they're all pretty but again my concern we've seen in the last couple films we've done as i was like you're really limiting your murder base like the sand had the same issue you can't kill this many people that quickly though we had a lot of movie left i was just worried about that
1: i think this one didn't that didn't bother me because we see a lot of movies like ghost ship for instance Mm -hmm. not death ship ghost ship
0: not virus ghost ship
1: (laughs) There's only like those few salvage crew people. Yeah, that's true. But but you have all the story and the buildup and the tension. And so this tries to do that. But I think it's like a good precursor for a lot of those other movies. Because this movie to me, and I'll say it again later probably, is The Shining, Event Horizon, and Ghost Ship. All in one mm-hmm. movie. I it's see that. This, this movie pave the way for those movies in my head
0: i guess maybe then more of my concern i guess comes from the fact that you had a carnival ship full of people so it set that expectation in my mind that we're gonna have a lot of people dying in this movie i
1: think that's too i think it's too much because you still need to get the story you need to you need to have them like searching through the ship and building that tension and finding out there are nazis and building that tension so you have you can't have that many people because then it gets overwhelming so I think this is, like, the right amount of people. I think that the, that it just was a little too slow in the moments where it could have not been. Fair points. But we'll, we'll get Agree to all to of that. Agree disagree, I
0: wanted more murder. Yeah,
1: that's okay. <laughs> well, w- me too. So here's where we have them split. And so we have uh, the family ventures into the ship, and the kids are just off by themselves, which is... This is an abandoned maybe ship. Uh, you or don't know worse what's going maybe not right. You don't know what's going on inside the ship. You don't know why the why it was abandoned. If there's something dangerous happening, like
0: uh, there is a lot of danger happening. Yeah. We'll find out. So this is a bad parenting
1: choice. <laughs> they're all bad parenting choices. Um, so they're exploring. Then back on deck. We have um, George Kennedy is just passed out on deck nick is walking around and he sees the ship steering itself but then as soon as he like notices it it stops
0: you know what i like about the ship an outdoor steering wheel
1: yes it has a wheel out outdoors and indoors. it's in and out like and it. it's funny because it's like a freighter ship and it's got like a pirate ship type steering situation
0: you know what it reminds <laughs> me of <It> was the <laughs> office episode the the Drinking booze, the booze cruise, cruise? Or yeah. Michael Scott's. <laughs> <relationship>.
1: <laughs> oh God! You start to hear some like ghostly German whispers, and so th- I'm pretty sure they're like saying the same thing over and over again. But I don't speak German, so the only thing I understood was was um Ochtung. stop. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. <laughs> so everything else, I'm like, uh, I don't know. And sometimes you'd hear like a an English word in there too. Yeah. So we're hearing the the ghostly whispers, the rigging starts kind of moving around. George Kennedy does this thing where he kind of like wakes up a little bit and like looks around and I wrote, oh my God, is he possessed? Yes, please.
0: Yeah. And he is. He of, is. Yeah. And that's probably my favorite mm-hmm. part of the rest of the movie. Oh my God. It's so funny. Yeah. And fun. Because <laughs> he It's a great idea. Well, oh, here's I love the that thing. Idea.
1: He's he's also like a good comedic actor because he's yeah. he's been in. I think he's like in the Naked Gun movies, right? Are those the movies? Yes. He was in? Yeah. Uh, Air, airplane. Was he in airplane? I
0: he was in remember. airplane. He
1: was in airplane, right? Um. So he's been in those, and so to me, this was like that fine line of like the, like a little bit because he he was like hammy, but it wasn't funny, but it was like hammy, it was perfect, and it was really good. Even though it's I'm the sure hands,
0: this is very hard yeah. to play. Yeah. He's the right hands for it.
1: I don't think he put a lot of effort into the movie. Personally. I don't know if he, I feel like he probably was like, Oh God, another one of these, but I don't think he has to because he's very good.
0: I want a remake with Bruce Campbell
1: playing that role. No, he's too hammy. I know, but he's I love perfect it. in, in most things, but he would be too hammy for that. That's a whole other episode. So here's where we get Nick, who's exploring the rigging, knocks him out. It, like, knocks him over a oh, railing. Man. I thought he was dead. Yeah, I was saying, <laughs> this was a wasn't. fall.
0: It's, like, down into a cargo hold almost, yeah. onto cement. Not something you get up from.
1: Mm-hmm. No. So now we're inside the ship with the family, who I'd like to reiterate is the captain, his wife, his two children, and also the Puritan lady is with them.
0: So as they're walking through this ship, I made a note. This movie was probably where the artificial spider web industry was <laughs> formed because this ship has the Covered. most cobwebs. Oh, my
1: God. Listen, you 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 made a good point. You're like, there. where are these spiders at sea coming How from? How many? What are they eating?
0: Because this is a real ecological disaster if these make it to shore. Oh,
1: my God. They're probably like mutated. It's like oh, arachnophobia. And spiders. they're
0: Nazis. Ugh.
1: Oh, they're Nazi spiders. Ew. Uh somebody write the movie Nazi spiders, by the way. I'm pretty sure it probably exists. So they're like opening and closing all the doors, to all the rooms. I wanted more like exploration. I don't know. Maybe that's like the gamer in me where I'm always like, loot mm-hmm. that, loot everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look for loot. Because I'm like, they, they, they're probably looking for food, water, clothing. They're like wet and covered in oil, and so they like look in and kind of like look around, and be like, oh, spider webs.
0: Okay, so here's my question to you: How do they not notice something that makes them go, "This ship is out of its time"? Because even I notice, like old school pinups. No, and I think little things I think they did around. notice that.
1: I think that was the point where they would, when they would walk in and be like, "Oh, okay. that's a that's a Betty Grable poster or something or whatever." Okay, they do not address it to the
0: audience until. No. Then.
1: At this point, um, they figure out that they're on a German ship. The belly dancer lady is uh, is Speaks there German? suddenly, and she's like, "Oh, the sign says put the games back when you're done with them." And I'm like, "Oh, that could come in handy," but it doesn't.
0: No, and obviously, and the signs in German, and it's clear that she can read it, and right. that never
1: comes back, right? Uh, so she's like, "I'm going to look for clothes," and leaves the giant room full of bunk beds and cabinets that are probably filled with clothes. Why? Where are you going?
0: <laughs> to look for clothes.
1: Why not search in the first obvious spot right in front okay. of your face? But I'm going whatever. to
0: wander off on this ship because everyone else is doing it. Right. So why shouldn't I?
1: Yeah. Let's all just wander because that is the name of the game here.
0: Yeah, we're staring at sea on a ship we don't know and we don't know if anyone's on it. We're going to split up as much as possible.
1: Uh, so at this point, Mom, Ben, and Robin go into the kitchen. Oh, fucking Ben, <sighs> Mom says... Guys, don't eat or drink anything, obviously. This kid is a
0: Darwin Award waiting to happen. As
1: soon as she says it, he grabs a cup and starts putting brown poopy water from the faucet into the cup. And he's like bringing it to his face to drink it. And she's like, what? you yeah, do? No. she like
0: slaps out of his no. face. Oh, Like, like well, you
1: fucking dumb dumb.
0: At least you parented a little.
1: I, I was like, let him drink it, little
0: fucker. Seriously, can't of this kid. <laughs> but then in my brain, I'm like, this is why he has to pee all the time. He instantly is drinking stuff the moment he's near it.
1: I'm surprised he's not peeing out of his butthole because if he's eating and drinking garbage like that, then. Hey, you yeah. don't know how
0: he's peeing. That's true. I did write at this point, I love again how the ship keeps opening and closing doors and windows to show it's watching it's them. So it's funny. so campy in the way that just yeah. hits me perfect.
1: I, I like that. Yeah, because, I love it. Because, like you said, you need to show, you need to give like a little bit of life to the ship.
0: We haven't mentioned that. Like when it was causing some shenanigans earlier, or when it, whenever it's like prepping to kill someone, we'll get these random cut shots of like the pistons pumping really hard oh, yeah. in the engine room. Oh the guys God. loved these
1: shots. Yeah, it was very funny. <laughs> it
0: made me laugh. And anytime I it. it starts
1: to be like up to something, <laughs> you start to get like the radio starts crackling. Oh, it's
0: great. It's like Silent Hill. Like yeah, it, it's very something, funny. Something's warning. Yeah, but except for its blatant shots of the ship, like getting yeah. shenanigans ready.
1: So here's where Lori, the belly dancer, is um, exploring. And she finds a room with a record playing. And she takes the needle off, like, "Mm, I don't want to hear that shit. Oh, it was
0: like a gramophone. (laughs) It was like a
1: creepy old record player. And she leaves the room and it starts playing again. And she just keeps fucking walking. And I was like, Yes. 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 That's what you do. Do not go back into that room. That room's a bad place. (laughs) Don't don't go in there. Clearly, the
0: room wants its music playing. And now it's annoyed at you. Yeah, I was very happy that that decision was made. Oh,
1: yeah, see, I was – she actually was fine. Like, she didn't bother me at all. I thought she was going to be annoying because of the way they kind of set that couple situation up. That makeout had me concerned. (laughs) Yeah. But she was fine. Then we cut back to the kitchen, and the mom's doing some sciencing uh to make some (laughs) purified water which i appreciated nothing wrong with that they they do a little moment where they're boiling the water and they're using the condensation from a pan on top and they're letting it drip into another pan to to drink the water and i'm like boiling the water will do but but you can do that too that's fine
0: that's great hey you know what yeah who knows when these kids are gonna get to go to school again she figured (laughs) why not incorporate a little bit of learning in your death ship experience the voyage
1: of the mimi I don't get that. (gasps) You didn't have to watch that in school? No. I don't know. Maybe it was because my school is like old and we had to watch old stuff.
0: In a totally different state than the one I grew up in.
1: (laughs) A lot of things are like uniform in certain ways though. So the Voyage of the Mimi, (laughs) we're going to go on a tangent. Oh my. First of all.
0: Wait, can I tell you what I think it is? Yes, please. The Voyage of the Mimi sounds like if Buster was taking – his mom out to sea for like a lunch voyage on a boat and it went poorly and they get like stranded like on an island and it's like the voyage of the Mimi
1: I mean no
0: yeah give it a shot
1: so first of all I didn't know this until many years later but it stars Ben Affleck as a small child Hmm. um it's, so it's basically like this science learning show that we used to watch in my little kid science class like once a week or something. We had like a Voyage of the Mimi Day or whatever.
0: How'd that back tat look on him as a kid? <laughs>
1: Ew. So it was a show that was all these people on a, like a beautiful sailboat and they would go different places and like learn about like, sea life and survival techniques Oh, it's a little magic school busy. yeah but with actual people um and so like one of the things that i actually thought of was they show like how you can use plastic tarp to collect condensation okay. to have potable water <laughs> so that was my thought and it's like one of those things where i'm like oh everybody watched that right no oh. you also didn't watch a lot of things I mean, this one you can blame on my school. Well, so my school also was one of those schools that was, first of all, it was way back in the day, but it was also, like, old and poor, and so we had to watch, like, a lot of recycled things. I don't think that was that old, though. I was going to say, doesn't sound. I mean, young Ben Affleck, it couldn't have been that old. Right. Um, I remember our home ec class, the lady who taught it was, like, 100 when I was there, and she used to make us watch the original- Degrassi Jr. High. Wait. The original. I didn't know this was a remake. Oh, the one that's out now. I've never seen the one that's out now, but it's a remake. Of the original. I've seen neither. Which was the most 80s thing I've ever seen. There was a girl in it. Her name was Spike. And I remember because her hair was literally like a foot tall mullet. It was insane. What else would you name her? She had like a little rat tail. It was ridiculous. But it had like... It was like talking about like abortions and drugs and using condoms and whatever. And it was like very scandalous Mm -hmm. back in the day. And I feel like it was scandalous when I was a kid. I'm surprised that like a parent didn't complain, but I didn't go home and say like, mom, today we watch a Degrassi and they bought condoms. (laughs) Cause my mom would have not been okay with that. But my dad would have been like, that's great.
0: Yeah. I was just picturing (laughs) your mom receiving that news and just kind of blacking out the conversation and pretending it didn't happen.
1: (laughs) No, she would have been calling the school and screaming. And my dad would have been calling them. Because
0: didn't she work there?
1: No, she worked at a different school. Oh, okay. She was in a different district. But my dad would have been like calling the school to congratulate them on their forward thinking. And that's why they're not married (laughs) anymore. Hey, guys. So I'm back for my tangent, guys. Dad, who's one of our listeners. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, that sounds like an interesting nautical themed educational
1: show. And now back to our interesting nautical-themed other thing.
0: Less educational movie.
1: (laughs) Right. Laurie has found some clothes. There's some creepy breathing. And then she turns around, and it's just George Kennedy. Yeah. He's just there.
0: Breathing. He's having a tough time still. So it's Marshall, Nick, and George Kennedy. Okay, yeah. They're helping him in because he's still
1: going through the vapors
0: of this journey.
1: His possession. He's in the throes of it. Slash
0: he's in the ocean, which he doesn't do well.
1: (laughs) He's having flashbacks to the cat. (laughs) Technically, they'd be flash forwards because this came first. Oh, okay. Um, Which would fit with this movie? That's true. He's like traumatized from the ocean. (laughs) Um, So the doors are opening and closing for them and like they don't even notice it. And it was
0: so funny. The boat is being so emo, slamming all these doors. I love it. It was so good.
1: So we're in this, like, common room. There's, like, bunk beds and closets or whatever. Um, everyone has found clothes that fit perfectly. Everyone down to the children. Yeah. The phone is ringing. Oh, yeah. And no one's on it. And someone's like, Nick? Is it Nick? And I'm like, no, bitch, that's not Nick. And then he
0: hangs it up because Marshall hangs shit. it up. Like, it was probably Nick. And they're like, yeah, it's probably Nick. That's less creepy.
1: Yeah. And this is where I realized that he was Richard Krenna because I wrote about it. <laughs> Um, Nick wakes up. George Kennedy wakes up and he is having of like a flash where he's seeing like a captain standing out on the Mm -hmm. on the deck, and it's just really quick. And he's hearing like German ghost whispers, and at this point, all the doors at the same time slam shut on the boat. And like lock. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to get out. Everybody's like banging on the doors to get out. And then Nick comes from the outside and he opens the door easily.
0: I was confused because they're like, it was locked. And I was like, from the outside?
1: Yeah. And I also don't understand what the point of that was. Like, why did you let him open it? Like, are you trying to... It, it seems like this this boat is a haunted house and it's just trying to like creep you out a little bit and, and like maybe give you like the beginnings of a little scare.
0: Give you the heebie-jeebies.
1: It's not actually trying to like kill you yet. It's just like uh, cat and mouse. I don't know. I don't know what's happening here. This is the thing that bothers me is because it doesn't go all in. It just kind of like dances around it for a very long time.
0: I agree with you. It felt almost as though the movie did not know if it wanted to go
1: campy Mm -hmm. or
0: horror. And it got stuck in that horrible in between of "Eh, sometimes this, sometimes that. And the tone really swung a lot and just never felt right to me.
1: Yeah, it was definitely a little uh, a little weird because of that.
0: Because we'll get to scenes later, and I won't describe it, there's a shower scene later that's going really hard toward the horror.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: yet we have these campy doors slamming shut. We have all of George Kennedy, what he's gonna do with his possessions, which are so campy. Well,
1: and, and we just have, it just is, it takes too long is my problem. It's
0: very, that's my
1: problem because, because if you're going to do a, if you're going to do horror and you're going to do the cat and mouse, you're going to do like creating tension. Like I said earlier, I already said it. It just is taking too long. And, and as certain things happen, I will mention it again because it just takes too long. So the captain uh, Marshall and Nick, they go up to the chart room and they find all the charts and they see the course for the ship is just a big giant circle around the atlantic
0: so pretty much the cruise ship right and so
1: they're and they're very disturbed by this
0: so that only made sense to me at least in my mind because i read that it was a nazi torture vessel so i'm uh-huh. like oh is it just torturing people endlessly at sea to get like information that was the only thought i had like it's yeah. it's yeah
1: yeah that's i'm pretty sure that's what it means because to me i didn't know about the nazi torture yet mm-hmm. and so i was like why would the ghost Write down its course. It's
0: a, for, it's a forgetful ghost.
1: <laughs> like, why would it just plot out its course and show it to them?
0: Or it's an OCD ghost. It's like hey, I have to plot out my course
1: because it was obviously written by somebody like a human person. So, I so that's why I was like, that's silly, and I could see how that would be disturbing. Yeah, I guess. Like, well, this is weird. So back in the common room, Ben finds a Hitler book. And that's our first little clue. Well, and here's the thing. This was 1980. Mm-hmm. So it was less than 40 years removed from World War II and Hitler. So I think that for people in 1980 watching this movie, they see German and mm-hmm. their immediate thought was probably Nazi. We're Fair. watching it in 2021 and I see German and I'm like, oh, German. German.
0: Yeah, just a language. Right.
1: So it didn't it didn't cross my mind. That's fair. Initially until he brought out the Hitler book, and I'm like, oh it's Nazi Germany. Yeah. I think
0: that's actually a really fair point. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I and so I feel like that is probably why um it was less a, direct. Right. If I would have read the tagline it probably would have made more sense. But I try to go into these blind without reading any of that stuff and without really knowing what I'm getting into.
0: So I recently watched a brand uh 2020, 2021 shutter release called Blood Vessel, which had the similar idea of a bunch of it was taking place during World War Two, obviously. So, you know, the timing is different. But the I I was just kept thinking of that where, you know, have these survivors from that find an abandoned nazi vessel and it had insignia all over the place and all those things so Mm -hmm. in my brain i was thinking of shouldn't there be insignia because the nazi vessels were always like just covered and decorated with all these things it felt like they had
1: they had an inferiority complex where Mm -hmm. they had to show you what they were yeah you you couldn't just be taken at your word um so that's the thing that was weird to me was wait once we figure out it's a nazi ship like Where's all the where's all the propaganda? I guess maybe being a, like a
0: torture maybe they want an undercover uh, kind of I don't know. It was odd. That was odd.
1: Yeah, that it was odd. We only get one like real yeah. room full of propaganda which was very silly but we'll get into that later. We see a projector it starts playing and like the light shines oh at your face as the viewer and it was like you had to look away. It was blinding. Yeah, it was really a Dick move. Yeah, Ian was not happy. Was hurt. <laughs> um, So they they hear it and they're like, "What is that?" And they're like, "Let's go check it out." So Lori is like, "Ben, come with me." And I'm like, "Wait, M- mom is okay with him just going off with this person to go explore?" Like, what is it's wrong with this? It's more supervised
0: people? than she usually lets him go off. So probably.
1: But it, they they all wind up going and find finding this little yeah. movie theater playing a movie. We also get a cut down to the engine room. Nick and Marshall are in the engine room and they discover there's no fuel. How is this ship running?
0: Okay. So it's spoiled in the end, but I wrote in my notes, Hey Sam, what do you think the ship runs on?
1: Yeah, we'll get to that.
0: I was going to have you guess and be like, ah, nightmares, but
1: yeah, we'll get to it.
0: You get an answer.
1: Yeah. Uh, My
0: fun game. Thanks movie.
1: (laughs) So they are appropriately like, "Uh, we need to get the fuck off this boat. There's something wrong here.
0: At this point, we're good ways in. You had turned to me and said, way too much is happening. And mm-hmm. I actually had written moments before in my notes, not enough yet way too much is happening.
1: Yeah. So it's a weird feeling. Yes. So I had also written like in a little bit, that there's just so much happening, but there's nothing is actually progressing. Like, we're not going anywhere. It's just people dicking around. Ian.
0: Hey, at least <laughs> it's not in the woods this time, but there are Nazis. And they're
1: on a boat with Nazis. Well, ghost Nazis. Um, I have tropes that I apparently follow subconsciously. <laughs> so the the kids, the mom and Lori are watching this movie. Uh, it's in English, Like, I know, listen, I know that, like, Hitler watched, like, Western movies and whatever, but I don't think he allowed his people to, and I feel like it's weird. We
0: watched a lot more of that than I thought we were going to. We watched a
1: lot of it. It was dumb. And it's not like it was good. So, back in that common room, George Kennedy's laying on a bunk. The Puritan lady is in there. He's She's kind of, like, wandering around. He opens his eyes. And he's like kind of staring like he's gonna fucking kill somebody. Oh, and I was like, it. Oh my god, I hope he kills her. And he's having like visions of candy. Mm-hmm. Like it's flashing like like little flashes of like peppermint candies. And I'm like, What
0: a little the jar? F- what the
1: fuck is yeah. happening right now? Um, but then the Puritan lady, there's like a heartbeat noise, and the Puritan lady finds the jar of candy oh, in a cabinet it. and she takes one and eats it. And as she was she gonna does. choke. I thought so too. I was waiting for it. I was so disappointed she didn't choke, but I was okay with what happens. So as she puts it in her mouth, his eyes close and the heartbeat sound goes away. And I'm like, so did he just like make her do that with his mind? He's gonna
0: kill her die with diabetes.
1: (laughs) So I was It's a long play. So like you said, I turned to you, I was like, Oh, she's gotta choke on that, right?
0: Yeah. And so we show her like sitting at him chewing on it.
1: We just sucking on really thought like, oh, she's gonna choke. Right? When is she going to choke? And we were waiting and waiting and waiting.
0: Like, I thought, like, is he going to, like, slap her or something? Like, something. Because they stayed on that shot of her
1: next to the bed for a little while. It was pretty funny. Um. So, Ben comes and gets her. Like, oh, you got to watch this movie. And when she leaves, George Kennedy gets up. And um, Nick and Marshall, at this point, they find the lifeboats. And they're like, let's get the fuck off this ship. Yeah. In the movie room, the Puritan lady, all of a sudden... where the movie ends. The, the little movie ends, and one of the kids, I don't remember which one, starts girl. screaming. And the Puritan lady turns around, and her face is just like black boils. Fucked. Yeah. Oh, it was great. And she's like, what's happening? Um, Then George Kennedy is having flashes of screaming mummy people. Which, As you do. Right. I'm like, oh, Okay. This is getting real weird. She runs back to that common room to yeah. George Kennedy and he just like strangles like, He just strangles the shit out of oh, her. Yeah. And like gives zero fucks and as he's doing it he's like f- like picturing a soldier and hearing a German ghost
0: yeah, talk. It like goes full black but this guy's soldier's face it and so it bizarre. was bizarre but I was totally fine with it.
1: Yeah. So then Marshall runs in and George Kennedy's gone and he finds the lady dead on the ground. George Kennedy kind of walks in like washing his hands and he's like, Yeah, she's dead, whatever. There was a
0: seizure. It's better off this way. And you're he's just like,
1: All right. And he's like, We're gonna have a burial at sea. And I was like, Oh, where is this movie going? Because he's totally lucid. Yeah. Totally fine. So he is at this point full on possessed. Yeah, and he knows what he's doing and he's right. playing the long game. And this is where his performance gets to be very fun. So we start having, we get to a scene where they're doing the burial at sea. And Marshall starts to say some words. And George Kennedy comes (laughs) up. And he's like, those are the wrong words. You're doing it wrong. And and he's holding a Bible. And he's like, allow me. He's and we get a flash of a Bible. It's a German Bible. And it's like, oh, scandaloso. Like, that's Mm -hmm. terrible. I don't know, I guess. Well, I thought the
0: thing was like weird. I thought that was them playing to anyone who hadn't picked up on it yet. He can read German. He's possessed.
1: But also, he doesn't even read it. He just recites it from from his head because he's obviously done it too many times. It's one of those things where he's just like reciting it like, we commit her body to the sea, blah, 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 because he's obviously done it before.
0: Possessed a German captain, maybe he's done it so many times. No, that's,
1: that's true. I didn't think about that.
0: How many times is George Kennedy on his carnival cruise ship
1: burialing at sea? Yo, those cruise ships are floating Petri dishes full of gross yo back at you <laughs> <laughs> so oh
0: yeah i'm i'm all against cruise let we'll just take a moment i think they're disgusting they're gross no offense to anyone who works on or likes them i will not see you there
1: no uh too many humans you're in a confined mm-hmm. space with people like fucking breathing on each other and like touching each other's food and shit like buffets Ugh. no thank you no children everywhere listen i love children i love them i Don't do not want to be them. trapped on a giant boat with other people's.
0: I like the ability to say I've had enough. I'm going away from people. Yeah. I not to a confined little room on below deck somewhere.
1: I also don't love the idea of being on a giant ship in the middle of the vast open deep ocean.
0: Yeah. Pretty
1: pretty scary to me. (laughs) I'm sure it's fine. I've seen death ship. I'm not going. I'm sure it's fine. And I know tons of people who go on cruises and love them, but like, I just Every time I hear of like the floating poo ships <laughs> or like the corona ships, it's like one more tick in the box. Like, I think of, the like, only one that really no appeals thanks. to
0: me are the ones that are like Alaskan glacier cruises. Yeah. But I would I'll do go that. on like a day trip.
1: So, yeah. So, George Kennedy apparently has buried a lot of people at sea, it seems. And Marshall is visibly disturbed. Well, he's going
0: to have to get used to it because he's taken over.
1: And um, George Kennedy, no, but he's disturbed by George Kennedy. Because yeah. George Kennedy just doesn't give a shit. No,
0: he's like, dump them.
1: Yeah. And he just has this kind of like smarmy look. And Marshall's like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, and at this point, suddenly the lifeboats start to release and fall into the water.
0: You actually made a great point. So Marshall's like, no, that's our only escape. But when you actually look at these, those things are not seaworthy. No. One of them looked
1: like it had water in the bottom, it, it. looks like
0: it was filled with like construction debris and like just
1: beaten to shit. They were the same boat. They used the same shot for both boats. So yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> like I said,
1: um, everyone's upset and George Kennedy is smirking, like. <laughs> <laughs> so now George Kennedy appears on deck in his fancy new uniform. He found the
0: fancy draw.
1: It's and it's great. weird to me because if it's a Nazi ship with Nazis, it's not visibly like clearly a Nazi uniform. Well, there was
0: the um the what is it like the falcon or whatever it was on the hat. Oh, like the eagle, the eagle, the oh, eagle on the hat. But it was subtle. I enough. didn't notice. I caught that. it because I was really looking for that exact thing.
1: Well, I think that a lot of times you have like a bird type thing on a hat in nautical. Maybe I'm not I mean, Captain Eland. My nautical
0: expertise is uninvited, so
1: I'm just used to seeing Nazi uniforms with swastikas all over them yeah. and like red and black. And this was just black. This I, is a subtle version, yeah. So I, I've studied World War II a lot. But I've not really studied the nautical end of it, so maybe I just am not used to the navy. Fair. the The Nazi navy is not my forte. My
0: um, my <laughs> nautical experience does come in when I wrote the next line. Uh, I'm the captain now, is what this scene pretty much is. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, so wow, he's on. He's on the bridge, and he yells down to Marshall, who or he's on the deck, I should say. Um, he yells down to Marshall like. You need to come up to the bridge. We need to talk. And the shot that they use is the flash that George Kennedy had seen when he first got on the boat. So now we're realizing, oh, all the little flashes that he's seeing are things that are going to happen.
0: I found it interesting that everyone followed the hierarchy of command from the sunk ship here now that they are no longer on that vessel.
1: Yeah, but that's how that sort of thing works.
0: I would have been like. Listen, you're not my captain. We're just trying to survive.
1: Yeah, but that's why you have to have a hierarchy in that situation. Because otherwise not, it's I'm chaos. I'm up off like, like
0: Ben and P everywhere,
1: okay? Ugh, little fucker. So they're on the bridge. George Kennedy is like, how do you like my chair? <laughs> how do you like, like my wheel? Chair, and the captain and Marshall's like, did you just say your chair? And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, because I'm the fucking captain. He doesn't say fuck, but he's like, because I'm the captain. You get it? He's really being condescending to Marshall. Oh, yeah. And he's like, well, because I'm the captain. Someday when you become a captain, (laughs) you'll understand. And he's like, try to steer the ship. And Marshall's like, what? And he's like, steer the ship. Try it. Go ahead. Try to turn the wheel. And Marshall can't. He tries really hard and Mm -hmm. it's not budging. And then George Kennedy walks over and like barely touches it and it turns. And he's like, see? When you're a captain, maybe you'll learn how to steal a oh fucking God. ship. And then he's like, You stole my ship from me. You are trying to take over my job. And um Marshall's like, No, I didn't steal it. They removed you because you suck. You, because hate you can't people. Right. You can't handle dealing with people on a cruise ship where you are the captain like fuck off
0: dude. And the job is to take pictures and wine and dine and deal with people. Why did you sign up for that job, George?
1: Right. So George yells down to the engine room, some sort of command like first steam ahead or I don't fucking. Yeah. Um, So here's where I wrote. So this is basically the shining at sea.
0: Yes. Yeah. And uh, this is where I started to, in this scene, get the event horizon feel as well.
1: Uh-huh. Yep. Um, and here's where he says, um, Marshall, Marshall goes, so where exactly are you planning to sail this ship?
0: I'm going to sail this ship to eternity.
1: And I wrote, okay. And that's really
0: <laughs> where I got the feeling of, um, what's his name, Sam whatever his name in Event Horizons. Carried. Oh, Dr. Grant? Dr. Grant, yeah. I can't remember his real name. <laughs> um, When he's, you know, he's come back from hell and he's uh-huh. like, this is where we're going.
1: That's what I really got in this scene. Yeah, this this does have a lot of Event Horizon in it. So Marshall goes and finds his family and he finds his wife and he's like, um, George Kennedy, Captain, is schizo. That's what he says. Full-on schizo. Uh, He's schizophrenic. And he's taken on the persona of a German captain. He doesn't say Nazi. No. So that's where I'm still now knowing that it's a Nazi ship. Like I was still like not thinking Nazi at all. And I'm confused as to why no one thought that it was a Nazi at this point. I wonder if they added the Nazi thing in later. I was actually about to ask you, do you think –
0: it was intentional that they kept that a secret. Cause it's like, what, what's the point what's of, the keeping, point the of keeping the secret? Right. That's kind of the whole, not well, fun, if, but like the whole point of like, Oh, what horrific Nazi things are we going to stumble into now?
1: Well, and the, and the other thing to me is like, if, you know, if they're dropping hints, th- that uniform should have been a, a hint.
0: Pretty hard hints. How too. come,
1: how come, um, Marshall didn't recognize it as a Nazi uniform, so when he says it's a German uniform, so that's why I'm thinking now, going back through this with you, all of the Nazi stuff seems like an afterthought.
0: You think the that one scene that we'll get to was reshoots? I don't know. It could have been because it, it it's an interior like, room. It's not like they it feels it. like
1: it was added on. You know what I mean? It's definitely. I I didn't read that anywhere. I don't know if that's actually what happened, but that's what it feels like.
0: By this point in the movie, nothing being Nazi was necessary mm-hmm. to the plot, so I, I could see that
1: it it should have been dropped a little earlier on, and they should they should at this point be like having more awareness that it's a Nazi torture ship yeah. for me for my like wanting a progression in the story.
0: I agree completely. I wanted it as soon as they got on the vessel,
1: (laughs) just Nazi ghosts popping out of the woodwork or yeah. Yeah. I I want that movie. Yeah. So make it done. So Nick is like, all right, we're all going to just lock ourselves in our rooms and not come out because, uh, shit is crazy. And at this point, I wrote, Lucy is snoring really loud, so I'm distracted.
0: Oh, yeah. Our dog, (laughs) our year old pit bull is sitting sitting on this chair next to us and she just was
1: cranking away. Yeah, she was napping hard. So George Kennedy is now having flashes and we see Lori covered in blood and Nick cowering shirtless. (laughs) So I thought those were going to be related. Yeah. They are not. No. I mean they're vaguely related they're, they're really i thought it was happening at the same time i did too and then of course ben's got to pee um and so so here's where we get the setup ben and robin are alone in a room sleeping their oh, parents yeah. are alone in a room sleeping in a ship where you know the captain is unwell and
0: also have a common room where you all could sleep together and lock him out right I did like how so <laughs> they're sleeping and like the ship does the door thing and opens like to look at the kids. I'm like it watches you like
1: you when you sleep. It's Nazi Santa. Oh god, it's so weird, but I like I, loved I, it. I like it. It's I love fine. it so much. I like that the ship has a little personality. Dude, the
0: ship's my favorite character in this yeah. movie. It's like
1: how the sand was my favorite character in mm-hmm. the last movie. My ship is the favorite. Character
0: Although George movie. gives a run for his money. Yeah.
1: So Ben's got to pee and he's like, Robin, come with me. Okay. And. If I'm that mom, at this point, after having almost died in a sinking cruise ship accident, mm-hmm. all the weird shit that's happening, the lady dying, I'm never leaving my children alone. No. Ever. Especially not on this creepy-ass ship.
0: No. Right? Uh, 100% right. So instead, of, so Ben has to pee. So my, I said to Sam, all right, I'm on a dilapidated old ship. I step out the door. I piss down a stairwell or something. Right. No, <laughs> Ben runs, like, to the engine room, like, eight floors away and just sprints off.
1: He, This is what he does. He just sprints away often. And his sister is, like, what chasing tra- him.
0: What trauma has Ben been through <laughs> that his need is to sprint away from people whenever possible?
1: Whenever he has to pee, he just runs. <laughs> what has happened force. to you, Ben? Oh, my God. So as they're running to find a place to be, the parents' door shuts. Yeah, it doesn't lock though, which I thought would have been a better plot device. But let's move on. Mm. Nick and Lori are together in their room having a tender moment, and he says to her, "This this made me laugh so hard." He goes, "I love you." Do you? And she goes. Well, after today, maybe.
0: Oh my god. No, before that she goes, if you had asked me a couple weeks oh, ago.
1: Yeah? No. <laughs> but after today, maybe.
0: Maybe. Oh man.
1: Hey, you got uh, your baby. Sir, that means no.
0: That is a hey, that's why do you not response. pressure me into this question?
1: No, that's a trauma response. I've been through a lot of shit and I almost died. And you're, you've you been here with me, so now I love you. So, sure. <laughs> no. I'm just going to get
0: and start taking the cleanest shower for a ship that's decades old and right. pipes haven't
1: been run. Right. And I wrote, the shower's about to turn evil, because that's the yeah. scene that we just saw George Kennedy. was her covered in blood, and it looked like it was raining nice. down upon her. Flash to the kids. They're lost in the ship. Yeah. They're lost. They're running around all over the place. Like ben so, runs off. Ben's in like the engine room he, at this point. Well, he they're saying that they're lost, and he just takes off around a corner. And Robin, his sister, is like, what the fuck, dude? And I wrote, God, he's such a little dickhole. Oh. He just is.
0: He's the kind of like sibling you you punch a lot. He
1: kind of reminded me of my brother when he was little, just like a little fuck face. My brother knows. He knows what's up. We we laugh about how he is literally the personification of like the redheaded demon child. So the kids are running and then we see George Kennedy lurking in the shadows watching them. It's very creepy.
0: And then we cut back.
1: We cut back. Lori is in the shower. The shower door is stuck. She's like, Nick, I can't get the shower door open. And then all of a sudden, Red stuff starts coming out, and she mm-hmm. just starts screaming immediately, It's blood! And I'm like, How do you know? Well, my first thought would be it's rust or yeah. something. But she immediately is like, It's blood! And just starts screaming.
0: This goes on for so long. It's so long. Amazing. And they show full bush, full oh, boobs, it's like. Full like
1: frontal, she- <laughs> zooming in on her vag. Oh, yeah.
0: But, all right. So it's one of those, like, you know. Three by three stand up showers.
1: She is slamming her body She's around like a spinning fish in a can, spinning in circles, oh slamming herself god. into the walls. Nick has a two by four that he's trying to bash down the okay. door with. Why
0: doesn't he try to throw his
1: body through the glass? Why doesn't he try to pick up a metal chair? Anything? Then he's like, "I'll be back," and he just sprints and out he just the runs room. away <laughs> and leaves her. Fuck? Oh my god! Oh, it was so weird. Uh, sh- she was just.
0: She ends up fetal position. Just like I quit.
1: But that went, but it kept going on. Like as we, as we're flashing the other scenes, it keeps flashing back to Lori, just screaming "Ah." in the blood shower. And so that to me was the shining, right? Like a lot of that was the Mm -hmm. shining um, imagery anyway. Also, I'd rename
0: this movie blood shower.
1: That would be a fun movie. It's an evil shower. (laughs) <laughs> I I need
0: that yeah. We'll play with that idea on our own time.
1: Oh, so Robin, the little girl, she winds up in the radio room and mm-hmm. she starts hearing Germans singing and yelling. And she is creeped out, obviously. Then we just see Ben running all over the place and the doors are slamming shut behind him. Um the dad is finally looking for the children, finally. Mm-hmm. And then the kids run into George Kennedy.
0: So, okay. Another one of those moments of how is Robin suddenly with Ben? But you know what? Fuck it. I don't care.
1: Yeah. They're together. George Kennedy grabs them like he's pissed. He's menacing, yeah. like standing over them. He grabs them by their arms and just starts dragging them down the hallway. He, he turns a corner and their dad, Marshall, is there. And he like just kind of like throws them at him and he's like hugging and kissing them. And he looks up and George Kennedy oh, yeah. has disappeared. He like, goes like,
0: thank you. And George Kennedy is. 150 feet no down no the no hallway.
1: he's gone he just disappeared oh, I, like a ghost so i must
0: have seen like a door i thought i no. saw him like in the distance no That's he disappeared better. like a
1: ghost and it <laughs> Get was very funny. out of there no i think it's just supposed to be showing that he is superhuman a, an entity possibly at this point um lori's still in the bloody shower uh nick Find, like, runs up to Marshall. He's like, you gotta help me. And he and Marshall run back to the room. Lori's gone. The shower door is open. The shower is totally clean. There's mm-hmm. no blood anywhere.
0: Working just fine. It's running normally. Yep. So we see. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit.
1: George Kennedy is carrying bloody naked Lori. She's, passed out. Yeah, she's
0: passed out or just, like, quit. So he's got her up on the deck. He props her up over his head like Macho Man or Hulk Hogan. I didn't write down the line. What does, she, what does he say? No,
1: he just he just says the, like, we commit her body oh, to yeah, the sea. Oh, yeah, we commit her body to sea, And he and chucks tosses her into her. the
0: ocean. Yeah. Oh, my God. I died. It was glorious. I died. It was glorious. This also then leads to
1: Well, because Nick and Marshall. Oh, they like, see him. They see it and they're freaking out like, what the fuck?
0: Correct. So this turns into the weirdest half slow motion. chase. It turns chase. into
1: a Scooby-Doo chase, Ian. Yes. That's what it turns into. Yes,
0: that's exactly what it is. Because so,
1: Nick and Marshall are in slow motion and George Kennedy is not. And they are running <laughs> through the hallways and I don't know who's chasing who. Who's no. chasing who? Oh, I are assume they chasing they're him? chasing
0: him because he just murdered Lori. Yeah, I uh, thought.
1: It's, it's not clear.
0: The only way I can justify this is if George Kennedy's super possession powers let him slow down time so that they're slow running and he can run normally.
1: So here's where, so to me that he's an apparition at this point because he, think? he disappears again. Okay. So I think that what's happening is like- You're right. Yeah. So he runs into a room and then they run in behind him and he's not there. And this is a very small room. And it is covered in Nazi paraphernalia. Yeah. This is what I thought the flags, whole ship would be right. like: flags hanging from the walls, pictures of Hitler all uh, over the place. So okay, there's
0: they, like
1: there's like a glamour shot of Hitler on one wall. Like, right. hmm. Yeah,
0: so they Nick turns and there's like this little like cur- half wall curtain, and he pulls a drawstring, and it's a portrait of Hitler, and Sam just dies dies
1: i was cracking up because on the one wall it was just like a small little framed photo that was like a glamour shot of hitler (laughs) like "Hmm, hey girl it looked like a nazi teen bedroom like with the posters on the walls like hitler faces all over the walls and the tapestries it
0: was a lot
1: yeah It was a lot. And it's the only place where we see any Nazi symbols of any kind.
0: Which made it even more striking.
1: Right. And it also was confusing because if this is a Nazi ship, were they hiding that they were Nazis? And this was the only place they could go to, like, be their Nazi selves? I wish I I don't know, but it was gross. It was gross. From here, they stumble into, like, a medical bay. And there's just like empty gurneys and they're opening drawers. Mm -hmm. One drawer is filled with gold teeth. Another drawer is filled with like gold watches Mm -hmm. and jewelry. Nick is like, what is happening here? Marshall goes, Oh, it's a Nazi interrogation ship. And I'm like, Oh, that's a logical like conclusion to jump to, I guess. Right. I mean, it ends up being
0: correct as they stumble through a series of just random torture corpses. Yeah,
1: so they find... It actually was a little disturbing. So they find a spot and it's bunks that are very reminiscent of like photos of like concentration camps, like the bunks that are stacked. And there were just like mummified people inside. There was a mummified person on a torture rack. There's all different types of like torture devices. And so I like this. It looked like a haunted house. It was really cool. The imagery was like a little disturbing with the bunks, but I get what they were going for and I didn't dislike it.
0: So I actually had issue with this only because this is the only place on the ship Mm -hmm. where there's any corpses or evidence of people having been on this ship. I think what was strange to me is clearly there was a giant crew that also operated this ship. There's no, I mean, there are some remnants later maybe that make it make a little sense. It just, it felt strange to finally stumble on corpses. Well,
1: well, yeah. And I think that, um, Maybe the point is, is that since it was an interrogation ship, that all of that stuff was like kind of hidden in the bowels okay. of the ship. I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, because.
0: I just, it made it just, it made it even more jarring, I think, in, in an effective way to finally see bodies and, and corpses.
1: From the medical bay, they fall into that movie theater er, from earlier. So I don't know why they didn't discover all of this earlier, but whatever.
0: I actually made a note. Because of what happens with Nick later, it's almost like Nazi they're, power teleporting. Like they're teleporting. Them. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So on the screen, we have footage of Hitler and Nazis. Oh my God. And Nick just starts going fucking crazy. Dude. He's like ripping the walls apart, like just like screaming and like freaking out. And so here's where we get the flash of him like shirtless, like mm-hmm. having a meltdown yep. from earlier. Marshall takes the projector and like breaks it, and yeah. the and the stuff is still being projected onto the wall. I kind of liked that, which was which was fine. Like this this whole part is fine. Like I'm fine with all of this. I yeah. liked all of this. I enjoyed this. Um, this is what I wish the rest of the movie was like. I wanted to be a little bit more frantic, like and a this. little more of
0: this psychological, like yeah, absolute.
1: Uh, So, like, the projector lights, there's, like, lights coming from somewhere, and Mm -hmm. so Nick starts to, like, melt down. Marshall starts to, like, grab his head like he's in horrible pain. Yeah. The lights are flashing, and then Nick, like, Teleports. He sees George Kennedy and dives toward him, and somehow he is outside and dives in. Into a net in the water out on the deck of the ship. Which was the premonition he
0: had from the very beginning when Mm -hmm. he was first on the ship.
1: Right. And he's in the net with all the dead bodies. Yeah. Uh, We get a better look at all of that. And he's just screaming and rolling around in the net. And George Kennedy's just watching. And here I wrote, he is nonplussed. No. No. You're correct. Nonflussed. In this a word that be, Ian uses incorrectly this be the correct <laughs> usage of
0: it. So he then <laughs> presses
1: a button and the net just folds up and Nick's dead. I, I guess. I don't I know. I guess.
0: It didn't look like
1: it did anything to him. So the problem is, is that scene went on for way too long.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He just was like rolling around the net screaming for a really long like, time. Like picking up skeletons and being like, gross. And like, it was frustrating because all of it was like good. And then all of a sudden that just like stopped mm-hmm. the momentum. Yeah. Uh, and then and then the way that George Kennedy just dropped the net into the water. And it's like, oh, so he can't climb up the net. Like,
0: right. It's got He just changed. gave up. He just
1: gave up and died. Like, I don't know. That I mean, happened. he
0: was in a messed up psychological state. Who knows? Uh, yeah. We're getting to the end, folks. Yeah,
1: we are. We're on the last page and a half here of my notes anyway. So Marshall is on the ground holding his head. And he's hearing George Kennedy talking to him. And it's like echoing. Mm. And he's like, the ship runs on blood. It needs blood to survive. I'm going to take the blood of your wife and your children. And it just keeps echoing, your wife and children, your wife and your children.
0: <laughs> I see. I thought he was telling him, it needs the blood of your wife and children. Like, it needs you to kill them. That's what I thought he was trying to convince him, like, in The Whispers. Oh, to I,
1: I think he was just trying to menace him. And I think like, that
0: works as well. I'm going to kill
1: you, and I'm going to kill your whole family and feed them to this devil ship. That's what I got. Well,
0: that's the answer, everybody. It was blood. The ship runs on blood. The ship
1: runs on
0: blood. Would have been one of my top family feud guesses.
1: Yeah. At this point, Marshall opens his eyes and he wakes up and he's at like a little dinner table with George Kennedy and immediately grabs a knife and fucking stabs George Kennedy right in the stomach. Like we get nothing. We just get him just like up and listen.
0: We're just going to go with this. And he's teleporting. I'm fine with it at this yeah, point.
1: The teleporting, whatever. But I'm okay with the guy's first instinct being yes. like, I'm going to grab this knife and stab this guy who's threatening me and my family, as opposed to being that moment where the villain like sits and tells you his whole plan. And then, you know, the James Bond.
0: No, I would have been scenario. after watching Lori get thrown over. I've been like stabbing you, stabbing you. Yeah.
1: yeah. So when George Kennedy falls to the ground, seemingly dead the ship grinds to a halt. Yeah. So this is where it was nonplussed, right? We are sure at this point that he is possessed by whatever is controlling the ship. Mm -hmm. And so Marshall runs to grab his family. Of course he, he's like, we have to get out of here. We have to go get stuff. Yeah. Whatever. And the the wife's like, okay, whatever. So he runs somehow he finds a freezer.
0: Yeah. He's just searching through all the rooms. So it's fine.
1: So he finds a freezer filled with dead bodies hanging on meat hooks, and I love it.
0: Yeah, this was fun. I
1: love it. I wrote, oh my God, please, one of them wake up and, oh. and go after him. I wanted them all to wake up and just start reaching for him. Oh my
0: God, that would have been so Even good. if it didn't
1: lead to anywhere, even if it was just like an, a thing to scare him. Even like, if
0: they just all like woke up and were screaming, like- Anything. Such an opportunity anything. missed.
1: But yeah, I was upset because none, none of that happened. So he- the only thing was I was like, why the fuck is he in there? And so it turns out it looks like they're all probably like POWs of some mm. kind. They're all like airmen or naval guys. And a lot of them are wearing flotation devices. So he mm-hmm. starts taking their flotation devices off. He gives them to his family. He finds a raft. And then suddenly the ship turns back on. And I wrote, uh-oh, Georgian dead. Yeah. So then he just gently closes the freezer. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. No bodies attacked him. None of them even looked like they might wake up. No.
0: Like, it was what could disappointing. Have been? What could have but been? It,
1: it would be a really cool scene for a haunted house.
0: And oh, that would be horrifying. I've actually yeah. been
1: in a haunted house where they have like the bodies wrapped in shrouds hanging from the ceiling that you have to walk through. And it's scary as shit. And I love it. And that's yeah. kind of what this reminded me of. So now we're back up on the deck. Marshall. Is he smashes the chain to the anchor and breaks mm-hmm. it so the anchor drops. Uh, so this, the ship stops. And George Kennedy pops up firing like a 1945 era rifle at yeah. them with a seemingly endless bullets, which he needs because his aim is terrible. Oh, yeah, of course. The mom and kids have the raft blown up. Uh, George Kennedy and Marshall have a very one-sided fight where George Kennedy whoops the shit out of him and leaves him passed out on the deck.
0: Yeah, and the worst part is Marshall jumped him from behind yeah, and got his ass on him.
1: And George Kennedy was just like, no. <laughs> just slaps him down, like, get out of here. Oh, Rejected. Marshall, you got
0: to upgrade those skills if you're going to be a captain.
1: So the kids get into, jump down into the water to get into the raft, and George Kennedy grabs, comes up and grabs the mom, and he starts yelling, no one leaves my ship and he tosses her into some like rusty room a little harry potter room yeah 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 i don't know
0: i did put in large parentheses across my page this movie can wrap up now
1: yeah so this is what i'm saying like oh come on one more thing like he should have just been dead and then something else the ship whatever jump Maybe the ship Escape. tries to possess the dad or the mom. Like that would have been fun. Or More like the shining. He's kind of dead. Situation. They get off. He wakes up after they're off and he's like, ah, so Marshall wakes up as the anchor is raising back up into the ship, which is weird. Cause I thought he broke the chain, but whatever. Ghost dead ship. And the ship is starting to accelerate. And, The mom is in this rusty anchor room or something, and somehow she gets out.
0: Yeah, I read the same note. Somehow she gets out, and she's jumping overboard.
1: Yeah. George Kennedy's just running with his little gun, and then Marshall and his wife jump into the water, and they're swimming, and George Kennedy's on. He goes up to the bridge, Mm -hmm. and he he wants to chase them, but the wheel won't steer for him anymore. And he commands the engines, and the engines don't go. So I guess he didn't do a very good job for the Nazis. And he gets super mad and starts shooting oh my everything God. in the bridge. Like shooting everything.
0: And then shooting everything down in the engine room, which is where he yes. goes next.
1: So as he's in the engine room shooting everything, something just electrocutes him and drops him down hilarious. onto the gears. It was so funny. The ship was like, no.
0: <laughs> We're good, buddy.
1: Uh, and so I, th- I was like, oh, so I guess he's dead, but n- not quite. And the ship starts turning away to go Mm -hmm. in the opposite direction of the raft. And so here's where we see George Kennedy starts to go through
0: like these giant gears. The
1: gears. And this was actually kind of fun. I I wish we saw more. Yeah. Because his hand goes for like he's just laying there, like not moving. Like not watching, and his hand goes through the gears and you see it like get ripped up. And then he just screams, and then that's it. So you just assume that he gets like eaten up by the gears. I'm or guessing.
0: we could have a one-armed George Kennedy in the Death Ship in, sequel. In the sequel. Death or ship.
1: Make it. So I'm, I guess he's dead. So the raft is floating and a helicopter comes and it's like, there's some survivors. Rawr! And so then we are. Then we see the freighter, the Death Ship, mm. off in the ocean elsewhere. And it literally is sailing into the sunset. And it
0: straight up disappears. And
1: it straight up disappears. And we were both laughing about it. And then suddenly we see another cruise ship. Oh my God. And then we see another imminent ghostly smashing. And then hard
0: cut on the hull right before it smashes credits.
1: Yeah. So What the, what was the point of that? We got it. It was still going. So hold on. My first thought, as soon as that happened, I wrote, hold up. So the ghost Nazis win. Yeah. The ghost Nazis win. Yeah. In America, nineteen eighty. That seems ridiculous, because I feel like America in the eighties would not have been very accepting of the ghost Nazis. So, running.
0: how would you defeat the ship? Is my question. If you are in this scenario,
1: so can I tell you what I thought was going to happen? Yes, I thought it was going to be more of the Shining situation,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the original Shining, the book. Mm-hmm. In that one. Jack is possessed by the spirits, basically, to put it that way. And the big tension buildup is the boiler that he has to keep dumping the pressure from the boiler. Okay. And as he's like in his final spiral, he forgets about the boiler and he goes down to relieve the pressure and has a moment of Jack coming to the surface and saying like, fuck you, like you tried to kill my family. And lets the boiler explode, destroying the hotel and him in the process. Mm -hmm. I assumed that George Kennedy would have that kind of moment when he was angry and went down into the engine room. I thought he was going to do something to sabotage the ship and possibly, like, make it explode and, like, sacrifice himself to be, like, a good captain. Because he was set up to be, like, such a butthole. I assumed he'd have some tiny bit of redemption Mm -hmm. because I think that would have made a better movie. I agree. You know, and so I was waiting for that the whole time. And so the fact that he died is fine. But the fact that the Nazi ghosts allegedly. wouldn't get to do it again allegedly. Allegedly died. Was like it just seemed like a little bit of a cop out. It seemed like they could have done something different, but it would have been too much like money script. I guess the issue whatever. is
0: they created this entity in the death ship that had no flaws, uh-huh. and they did no work, like you said, to establish any sort of backstory for this ship.
1: I wish they did. That, I well, loved you it. needed to. I so really liked it what, a lot.
0: I did like it a lot, but if yeah. you wanted to create this, the kind of story you were saying, you need some sort of like, the captain has a weakness where the captain had a fatal flaw or something about the ship that you could connect to make a thing that could be the boiler.
1: It could have just been like George Kennedy goes down and is like, fuck you, ship. Well, he tried to.
0: He was shooting all over right. the place. So and I, so I think, he think he that if they made him successful,
1: work. it would have been fine. I'm not opposed to the, the death ship I winning. I love that it won. Look, I'm not opposed to yeah. that. I just, it doesn't seem to fit.
0: I agree. For me. For the, for the time and place, you know? it doesn't fit. Well,
1: and, and for the story that it was telling, it just seemed like you have to give me more, like you have to give me more Nazi torture death ship for me to feel like, oh, it, sh- it of course it won. You know what I mean? I think they tried
0: to do it by showing like it was it was going to get another vessel, so this is what it does, right? And you're in, you just have to infer, mm-hmm. but it's so it's too little, it's not enough. You got to show us a little bit, give us a yeah. little more.
1: So I, I also wrote, I don't have my notes in front of me now because I just threw them down. <laughs> um, I love the bones of this movie. I do too. I really do.
0: I think it's a fun story.
1: I really like a lot of it. I don't like the way that it was. It was like. the final product is not great. Unfortunately it was, it was just really slow where it could have been faster and more sinister. And it could have even been more campy, you know, it could have been more uh, like Frankenstein's army type thing. I like
0: the way they did this film for the majority of it, even though it's slow I enjoy this style of 80s horror movie. I think it has significant flaws. Like mm-hmm. you said, the issue for me in a lot of the film is the lack of payoff. And I think that really aligns yeah. with what you've been saying is is you build, you can't just build tension and let event tension eventually simmers. If you just let it sit there long enough, you get acclimated to it. And if nothing more is happening to escalate uh-huh. it, that's where I think this movie could go from, like, unenjoyable kind of, you know, slow-paced time to a really good, mm-hmm. what's trying to be suspense, thriller, horror.
1: Yeah, because the acting was really great.
0: And that's for what the makes most this part. movie it enjoyable.
1: Was. The acting was good. The, the set th- was fun. The set was really fun. Um, I The dialogue was whatever. It's fine.
0: I agree with what you said earlier. I wanted more of the ship. Yeah. That's what they should have spent a lot more yeah. of this time on.
1: Oh, my God. And it would have been real cheap. Mm-hmm. Just use <laughs> just more of the like ship. Across the old ship. Yeah. So do I like this? I do. I can't say that I would, be, I would say, oh, yeah, you guys should totally watch this. It just – it's kind of boring, unfortunately. But there was enough that it was fine, and I just really like the concept. I like the concept, and I like the bones. And I think part of it is because – it does have a lot of like the shining type vibe mm-hmm. to it. And it definitely is the, I don't know if I've ever, like, I don't know if this is canon or not, but this movie 1 million percent influenced ghost ship.
0: Oh, this had movie to.
1: had to be the basis for ghost ship. And I was
0: like, I said virus as well. If you've ever seen it.
1: Uh, no, I haven't, but like everything, oh, okay, ab- everything about it from the, Well, first of all, from the cover art Mm -hmm. to like them coming upon the abandoned ship to the ghosts wreaking havoc to people kind of eh, like the possession thing, whatever, to the fucking ship winning. Yeah. You know, like all of that, which are the reasons why I love ghost ship for all of its schlocky ridiculousness. I still love it. It's excellent because it starts out with a disaster and just some survivors. And it's got it's got all the same stuff. It's the same fucking movie at its core, which is why I think I like this movie. And then also the whole event horizon type stuff that's happening, um, because I also really like that movie. So this movie has pieces of all the things that I like. And so I think that's why it held my attention, even for the moments that I was annoyed by it. It
0: feels like a first draft of all the ideas that were then refined in those films. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I agree. I I enjoy this movie. I would say watch it as like a background movie no, while you're doing something. I
1: don't even think background movie. I think as a group watch it. Don't watch it like by yourself. You need someone to talk to about it. Preferably like two someone's.
0: Yeah. This is a, this is a group view mu- movie. Yeah. Um. It's I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for all, like I said. Not every movie will be perfect. Every right. movie will have flaws.
1: And George Kennedy.
0: His performance is delightful.
1: No, I, I, honestly, everyone I but Ben him. is, uh, is a good enjoyment him. in
0: this movie.
1: I I've said it from the first movie that we watched. I've always yeah. loved him, but it just is funny to see him in these like horrible <laughs> movies, and him like really just like being the standout, even though it's, he obviously is putting in like no effort. I guess the. Uh, but he's. So we wrap great. this one up. I'll just say, where will George Kennedy pop up next? So there's one last thing that I forgot that I mm-hmm. mentioned earlier that I wanted to say to you.
0: Oh yes. I'm supposed to remind you of this.
1: I am 90% sure that George Kennedy died in the initial collision and was brought back purposefully to be the captain. And that's why he rose out of the water. The that he would did. make
0: way more sense.
1: I think that's what happened.
0: It's the only way it works actually. Right.
1: Right. And so that's really what I think. And I meant to say that earlier.
0: I'm going to choose to say that's canon now.
1: Yeah. And um, it makes the movie better in my opinion.
0: You're welcome. Director, yeah. writer.
1: So now if you watch it, just, that's Just understand what that's what happened. Yeah. Um, but my final, final thought, which was actually at like 2 AM because I couldn't sleep. I wrote it in my phone. I woke up. Well, I didn't <laughs> wake up. I rolled over and was like, I'm writing this down. So it actually was Captain George Kennedy's final voyage.
0: There you have it. Yeah, the final voyage
1: of of Captain George Kennedy.
0: <laughs> we thank you guys again for listening this week. All of our socials, all of our contacts are in the episode notes. As always, please um, rate and review us on Subscribe, Apple, whatever. Spotify. It makes someone a difference just to wrote us. a
1: really nice review about us very recently that I just saw today. Oh, so that's awesome! I can't remember your name, and I don't have it in front of me. We will but shout we you out next week. Appreciate you.
0: We really do. I am now starting to be up to date, so our most recent episodes are available on YouTube. I'm slowly pulling the backlog up, but you can Mm -hmm. listen to the last five or six episodes there if that's an easier way. Um, Again, those links are in the episode notes. Next week, oh man, babe, we've we started a decent run. I got a good one for next week. We're staying in the 80s. I'm excited for this one. All right, we'll see you all next week.
1: Bye.